Welcome to Barbershop Breakdown. You can reach us at at Barbershop Be Down on Twitter. Also, you can go to our Facebook page, which is the Barbershop Breakdown Show. You can also friend us on Facebook. Search for Barbershop Breakdown. And you can email us anytime at barbershopbreakdown at gmail.com. Hello, how you doing, everybody? Welcome to the Barbershop Breakdown. This is your man, we're all skull squeeze off with... Rich Blackman. All right, today we got a unique topic again. We're going to talk about why the hip-hop and R&B uh, industry is really, for lack of a better word, being kind of effed up or screwed up or uh, just not what it used to be. Um, you want to start it off there, Rich? Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm going to start off by saying, you know, Music is, uh, I, I love music and I, I listen to all kind of music, man. You know, I, that's just how I was, you know, the way I was growing up in the house. And I noticed a change myself. Uh, it's two different, acts, you know, two different uh, points here. You know, uh, I noticed it first in uh, R&B, you know, between the music that, you know, I grew up hearing, you know, as far as my mother and you know, my aunts and, and uncles and everybody listening to the R&B to, you know, what I grew up listening to and, and, and to what we have now, you know. Um, you know, I remember hearing a lot of songs back when my mother would be cleaning the house and stuff like that and just doing stuff that would praise the men. You know, a lot of women talking about how much they love their men and, you know, just, just you know, love being around their men. They're going to stick with their men. And, you know, things like that, you know, real positive songs, man, you know, to keep the family together. And, you know, one of one of my favorite movies, uh, Claudine, old movie, that whole soundtrack was just based on the family staying together, you know, to now you hear a lot of music where, the, you know, the women are just down in the man and talking about how you ain't this and you ain't that and, you know, and, and. And, and, and just really downplaying the whole family thing, man. And, 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 and not just women, men too, you know? And it's crazy to me because it just seems like it's just almost like creating division, man. And, and you know, and it's really sad. I, I really hate to hear it. You know, one of my favorite songs that I grew up listening to was uh, Anita Baker, you know? And, and, and one of her songs was I Apologize. And to me, that was one of the coolest songs because it was, you know, a song basically saying, hey, look, you know, I'm not perfect. And I might have said some things, you know, and whatever to you. Apparently her and a man must have had an argument or something like that. And she says, you know, I said some things and I know I was wrong and I apologize. And you don't hear a lot of that. You know, you don't hear a lot of that, man. A lot of you know, women praising their men anymore. And I just feel like it has an effect on what's going on today. You know, Mary J. Blige, I love a great artist, you know, one of the best R&B singers of our, you know, of my generation. And I remember a bunch of women who always loved Mary J. Blige. 
because she was just so sad in the songs and she was talking about how hurt she was and how men did her wrong and you know and how she wanted to get back at men and just real sad songs man and everybody loved it you know when she got married and her life was going in a more positive direction nobody mentioned Mary J. Blige it's like she kind of fell off a little bit you know and then you know when it went back to where she was having troubles in her marriage and she wound up getting divorced everybody jumped back on the marriage And that's sad. It's like, is that just what we want to hear now? We want to hear a bunch of sad, disruptive uh, 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 music now, you know? It, it's, it, it just kind of, it bothers me a little bit. Now, you know, I just want to know where did it come from? Is there something, I, and I know your point on it, it comes from the rap side, which I really never took notice in it, but now, you and I was talking and, and I see it and you know it almost kind of makes you wonder if there's a, a a bigger agenda to the whole thing well it's definitely an agenda to everything in my opinion now as you know I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist but just a bit but one of the major issues I have is I start off from how music especially R&B and hip hop control young kids uh kids as young as in single digits but mainly teenagers i was a very fortunate kid that had both parents uh that worked good hard-working immigrant parents that 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 made a good life for me and my my sibling and we lived in the hood don't get me wrong but we had it better than most you know first kids with cable all that kind of stuff in the neighborhood had it pretty good but NWA came out when I was around 12, 13 area. And man, that just changed my life. I went way astray. And I know it's not just that. It's a combination of things. But that was the that was the turning point when that song came out right there. And I always wonder about the little kids that's hearing Percocets, Molly Percocets. I hope that doesn't change their life. The way me and Lorenzo rolling a benzo changed my life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's an agenda, man. Um, I'll delve into that further. But as far as the R&B goes, we had songs like Patti LaBelle, Love and Need and Want You, Baby. You know what I mean? You had uh, Break Up to Make Up. That's all we do. You know, you had love songs where it, it stressed loving someone, spending your time with someone, being a family. And now, pretty much a large majority of the songs today is let's get it in, pretty much let's just have sex, or I'm independent as can be, I don't need you. I may want you, but I don't need you. I can do well without you. You don't have to be in my life. I mean, that's such a key theme of today's music, that if, if you're young, a teenager going into your 20s, hearing that, it's kind of almost subliminal what it can do to you. Just like NWA, NWA was subliminal to me. Had me in the streets doing crap and nonsense because you don't even realize it. It's subliminal thoughts. And when you and all your friends hear the same thing, you, it comes together as an action plan. <laughs> Whether you realize it or not, it becomes an action plan. And if, mm -hmm. if you take today's message with the drugs and the five-star chicks and, you know, I used to be scared of the, you know, now I throw lips to the 
handle it like a real bitch. You know what I'm saying? And when that is the theme that a little girl is listening to, nothing about that says be a good woman. It says, you know, be a, a great thought. And when the dudes are talking about hustling and shooting people and all this other stuff, it makes him want to do that. It just, and everything is about sex. So where's the family unity there? And I, I truly believe so you and maybe I'm wrong. What do you think? Well, no, nah, I, I think you're definitely on to something, man. You know, if you think about it, like, especially with rap, one of the songs that to me is so catchy, and I'm not even going to lie, and you already know what this is, man, but it's catchy, and it's like you, you almost forget what you're saying, but I find myself in the car singing it. Is that whole uh, future song, uh, Percocets, Molly Percocets. And it's almost like it catches you off guard because the beat's catchy and, the, the, you know, just the way, it, you know, he's singing it sound catchy. And you're in the connection, you know, you're in the car singing it. You know what I mean? It's like it throws you off and you're like, well, wait, what the hell am I singing? Right. You know, so it, it, it's definitely designed to grab your attention without, well, grab your subconscious, I think. Without fully grabbing your attention, if that makes no, sense. No, without without question. Like I said, it's it's almost subliminal at that point. You know what I mean? It, it throws mm-hmm. you completely off. Man, matter of fact, I, I'm I'm trying to pull it up right now. I'm on the line right now, and I'm trying to find. I think I got it here. Uh, they said it was a secret meeting that changed rap music and destroyed a generation. Uh, I'm trying to see the exact date of when this meeting happened, but I, I've only heard this meeting. True. But it's a, and you can look this up. Anybody looking into it, where it says, uh, this site I'm looking at is Hip Hop is Red. Uh, R E D E. Hip Hop is Red. And um, like reading. But it talks mm-hmm. about a secret meeting that changed rap music and destroyed a generation. And what supposedly happened now, like I said, this is all hearsay. Uh, it's a gentleman talking this. We don't know if it's true. A dude that came, he, uh, he actually lives in Europe now. But he said he had a meeting in the late 80s. And it was somewhere on the outskirts of, uh, of, of Los Angeles. He said he remembers about 20 to 20, 25 to 30 people were there, some familiar faces, many of high people uh, that, that ran like major record companies, major record distribu- uh, distributing labels. And it, it, was, it was hosted supposedly by uh, the new prison owners. Uh, uh, a company was formed by a few, uh, I don't want to just say any Democratic, any uh, exact political party, but a certain political party formed, a couple of members from a political party formed uh, a privatized jail. And that was in 1983 or 84, I believe it was. And he said they had a meeting with some of these heads of people. And with that meeting, what they discussed was putting out a certain type of music that would lead to helping them fill their jails. And then next thing you know, a rush happened. You had Ice-T, you had N.W.A., you had the whole West Coast gangster rap. And as West Coast went gangster rap, then the backpackers kind of stopped in New York and the East Coast, and they went gangster. For you know it, it was down South, it was everywhere. Midwest, everybody went gangster rap. Cussing, carrying on, uh, pushing the agenda for killing, you know, pretty much people of your same race, you know, and the streets and stuff. And they, next thing you know, the jails exploded. I mean, everybody talked about some crack and drugs and the whole nine yards in their songs. And it was criminal. I mean, I know it was direct, 
But if you hear enough of one thing and everybody's singing, everybody knows every song word for word. Like, like I said, at our age right now, me and you both know the words to pretty much every NWA song that came out on that Everyone. And the reason why is because you listen to it was like a programming. You know, remember TV and television movies is called program, television program, radio program. It actually programs people, believe it or not. And according mm-hmm. to this meeting, they discussed all this stuff. And from there, they funded money to put out NWA, to put out Ice-T, to put this stuff on public radio. Because this stuff was never on public radio before. Everything had to be positive on the radio. And all of a sudden, it went, it went a different direction. Now, fast forward to today, you can't hear anything positive on the radio for the most part. Everything has a negative connotation to it. Even when it's just even when it's just women singing an R&B song, it's like be independent. You don't need a man. Like everything seems to be breaking up the family or some type of message not to be in a good, committed, loving, do whatever it takes for your family type music that it used to be once upon a time. So I, I, I'm not saying this is necessarily true, but it does seem like an agenda. Anytime I hear the trap music that I hear, well, these guys can't even rap well, which I think that's also part of the agenda because... Think about it, man. You you got these guys own major companies and have major businesses here and make a ton of money off this. this the powers to be to run this music industry and to go from your Nas and your your Jay Z and Common and all your conscious rappers and good rappers, guys with true skills, Tyler Quali, most stuff, to some of the trap music we have today with Young Thug and, and Little Yachty and Six Nine or whatever these guys are. That look ridiculous that wear leotards and dresses and you know they mumble rap they, they rap one verse through the whole entire song and, and you know it almost sounds almost you know just slow you know what I'm saying and for this to become the way when guys used to have true skills rap like a gun rap backwards you know he used to, he used to brag about the skills oh do you hear that yo he killed the yo he, he, oh his skills is nice you don't say that now you just like yo you hear that song you know what I'm saying? It's like it's completely different now. It's not about skills anymore. And you just wonder what the agenda is to dumb down the music, take away all family values and positive images out of the music. I think it, it, it helps build the jails, honestly, and keep the families broken up. Broken up families lead to filled up jails. Yeah, you know, and to take it to another level, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, uh, you know, why um, while, you, while you're talking, just trying to, you know, compare certain things, man. And I definitely think you own something. I mean, because if you take, in my own opinion, and this could be different, but in, in, in my own opinion, one of the most, uh, what can I say? One of the most uh, important moments in rap was the case with the whole two live crew band right and if you think about it in their raps they didn't talk about killing people they didn't talk about drugs they didn't talk about guns and robbing people and things like that they strictly talked about sex which is just as destructive as the other things you mentioned now check it out though when gangsta rap came out they didn't try to ban gangsta rap in the courts when two live crew came out, they tried to ban that because it was just talking about sex, even though it was just as destructive, but it was just sex. It wasn't to, uh, uh, in a sense, um, push out violence in the community. Right. 
was more of a party music. It was more for 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 people in the hip hop scene to party. That's what that whole Miami thing was about. Partying. We ain't killing nobody. We ain't there. We just want like 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 Lou said, get butt naked and you, you know what I'm saying? It, and that was the whole thing. But they that that whole scene, they took those boys to court. They had to fight for their freedom of speech. They took them all the way to what it was the Supreme Court, I believe it was. But you know something? To fight for it. Good point. Excellent point. Why did they fight that but didn't fight all the killing and stuff? Well, they did fight Ice T with the cop killers. That's because he was talking about cop killing on bullets. Exactly. Because it went too far. It, it went too far. Now, that being that they knew, the powers that be, this is my own theory, the powers that be knew how influential the music was to the youth. At that time, they felt as though, okay, we you, you're going in the direction we want you to go in, but wait a minute, when you're talking about killing officers now, now that that that's going too far. Now we gotta, we just can't let you because now it's not uh, self-destruction. Now we're not talking about self-destruction. Now we're talking about destruction of a, you know, poison blue destruction. Exactly. But so that's a whole nother ball game. As you say what you say, you just made me think of something. The reason they might have fought the sex because they know promiscuity kills the family as well. And they don't want all the families killed because now in America, you know, over 50 percent of all marriages get, get, you know, get divorced. You end up in divorce. You know, it's like 54 percent or something like that. So I guess they didn't want the promiscuity to be too much out there because that leads us to where we are now. Everybody has options. Before you got married, you stayed where you were. That's it. You know, I mean, it's always been cheaters. Don't get me wrong. But not to the scale as now. I mean, I mean, side chick, side dude, side nigga, whatever you want to call it. You know, side thought, you know, they that's a those are common phrases nowadays that everybody's accepted now. And, and you know what? And I'm not going to lie. And <laughs> it sounds crazy, man. But uh, and I may even have my black card taken from me for saying this. <laughs> but you know, another reason why I feel like you're on to something as far as take you know them taking two lock through the court and all of this stuff, because it was out to everybody. White people love that music as well. Matter of fact, the first two live crew tape, and I'm gonna put it out there, my age, the first two live crew tape I ever heard, I was introduced to it by a white dude. Right. Right. And it was like, yo, what in the hell are we where'd you get this from? This was like on some, you know, next level stuff. Right. Like you know, now granted, comedians have been doing this for years. Red Fox, uh, uh, I, I forget the lady that uh, 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 Esther, I forget her name, um, Dolomite. Now they've been talking, they've been performing these things, these nasty to select uh, audiences, though, to, to select audiences. exactly that's exactly Same what I was saying. Against the rap, select audience, and even when it did go mainstream, the, the little white kids or whoever kids, little rich kids in those areas can't partake in what they're hearing. The kids in the hood can jump right in it, like I did. I jump right in it, you know. But the kids in the in those areas, they listen to it. They may act like they want to do it, but when your Malibu's most wanted, you can't do but so much. Mm -hmm. I thought that movie was so funny because it was so true. Yeah, <laughs> you can act hard as you want, but it's not real. It's fake out there. If you're in the hood and you try to act hard, if you try to first that I saw, I hit him in the jaw. That's real in the hood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just real. That's life. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not going to lie. I do believe that there's a hidden, hidden agenda. You know, I, you said in the beginning of the conversation, you know, with the whole conspiracy theory thing, I'm not going to lie. I am that guy as well. <laughs> you know, um, but you, you can't convince everyone. It has to be yeah, conspiracy, you- yo, because where is the where's the quality music? Where's the family music? Nobody wants to make that anymore. Nobody wants to say, oh, I love my wife and I want to take care of her and raise my kids. Nobody wants to say, I love my husband. All I want to do is build my husband. I don't see anybody else. Nobody else. Nobody. That was all the music pretty for the most part coming, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, even up to maybe close to the early 80s. And now it's none of that. I tell you what, I throw this in there too. You know, uh, <laughs> and it's crazy because I actually, I, I really like the guy, but he is not really famous for his music, Will Smith. Right. I mean, if you think about it, <laughs> first of all, Eminem came out the gate attacking him. Right. You know what I mean? But Will Smith's rap music has always been very positive. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I remember that song. When he's talking about his son, just the two of us. I thought it was the greatest song in the world. I love the beat, the words. It, it, you know, at, at the time, you know, that song came out. I was like, man, you know, I want to be that type of a father. Right. You know what I mean? Because it just showed how he cherished his child. You know, he wanted to show him up. I mean, he's talking about in the song how he was upset because people were driving fast. He couldn't get the car seat in. Right? You know, it was just a certain joy you heard in that song. And because of that type of music that he puts out, where he's talking about his family, he's talking about his wife, he's talking about his, his mother, things, of, you know, things of that sort, he doesn't get a, he doesn't get the play that he really should. Now, everybody loves his movies. Yeah, well, he's, he's, his movies are great. But whenever you say anything about his music, oh, it's popcorn, it's it's, it's not real rap, it's it's this, it's why? Because it's positive? Yeah, let's go a step further. Where the heck is that? Where the heck is Public Enemy at? Where is Common? You know, why are these rappers, where's Karis one Where's the positive rap at? You know, we talk about the R&B. Where's the positive rap at now? Where's the conscious rap? I mean, you got Kendrick Lamar and all of them to a certain degree, but it, it is very degree where Public Enemy was in your face. Karis one was in your face. They were, they were rapping about stuff that was completely positive and almost movement-like. And that has been limited or not even limited. That's when that's the hands have been tied behind their backs. Period. You don't hear that kind of stuff no more. You don't hear the positive stuff of Will Smith. You're absolutely right. You don't hear that anymore. That that's a, like a done deal. Mm-hmm. Definitely not on the radio. If you do hear it, you're downloading it from somewhere that nobody knows about because it's not on the radio no more. Because on the radio, in rotation, is your Cardi B's. Let's go have as much sex as possible. Let's. Uh, I'm the baddest. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? And, and the dudes, I'm looking for five-star chicks and I'm looking for girls that can make me curl my toes. And I mean, it's just, I, don't, I, I don't mind. I'll kill anybody. You know, it's just, it's like a, a big rotation of that on the radio, nonstop, all day, every day, satellite, regular radio, local areas. It's just, who is pulling the strings for this? Mm-hmm. It just makes you wonder. Nothing positive. Agree. And hey, it may be we may be just really wrong. We may just be old and not seeing what it really is. But I doubt it, man. I think you know Nas kind of went positive, and he is since he's been more positive. He has no play like he used to. 
Now he used to get a ton of play. And since he's been trying to go positive a little bit with it or conscious, that deal. You know, uh, you can't even hear new albums. You can't hear stuff like that. That's that's more than that's more than anything. You know, not only is it just because he's gone positive, but like you just said, conscious man. I mean, if you listen to a lot of the the, the Nas music now, actually over the last few years, uh, last few albums, I mean, you know, he's a lot more aware of what's going on, how things have done. You know, which makes you believe that. Well, you know, makes me believe that there's a lot of rappers in the business that have seen things and heard things. You know, I'm gonna I'm switch speeds real quick, but it's kind of along the same lines to me. Uh, comedian Cat Williams said in one of his comedy specials, he's like, "Man, it, you know, I, I," and I think Eddie Murphy said, uh, "Not Eddie Murphy, uh, uh, Richard Pryor said the same thing." It's like, "Man, you, you get money and you." You go into these parties and you're dealing with these people. It's like, I've seen things that were, you know, unimaginable. I've heard things that were unreal. And of course, they make jokes about it. But I think that's really what it all boils down to. Like, you know, gotten to a place to where, wow, there really is some kind of alternative, uh, ulterior motive when it comes to certain things. There really is some kind of uh, 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 hidden agenda with certain things and it just gets you to a point to where you're like you know what I wonder what in the world have these people you know ha- have these people seen you know I wonder what in the world's going on behind the scenes you know, 100, 100% so, right I totally agree with you on yeah. it's definitely a hidden agenda and I think a lot of them have seen it I got two quick times I know we're gonna wrap this up two quick ones one and I'll let you comment on both of them one is what happened to music like self-destruction? People coming together to make self-destruction. We are the world. Um, what's the other one? Uh, West West Coast, we're all in the same gang. All this coming together to make positive music. I ain't heard that in forever. And then my second point is, when did it become that every major female artist can't wear pants? They have to have ass cheeks hanging out. I mean, Patti LaBelle, Whitney Houston, they always had a gown on, look nice and whatever. These chicks nowadays, what was Beyonce, Rihanna, uh, Nicki Minaj, or what's the girl they call it? B, whoever it is, cheeks got to be out. Cheeks are on fleek. Well, to that one, sex sales. That's just where that's going with that. You know, they they realized that that's exactly what's going on with it. Is that the sex sales? So I think that's what we have with that one. Right. As far as uh. Trinity music? Man, low. <laughs> We're not in the same gang no more. We we don't we don't we don't want we don't want self-destruction. It's too we're positive. Not, we're not the we are the world together. We are the world. We're not the world no more. <laughs> it's too positive. It is it, it, it's it's too positive. It, it it just won't work for if there is an agenda out there, it won't work for that. <laughs> wow. So, we, we don't want that. We don't want people to sit back and think to themselves, hey, let's be more positive about things. Let's, let's speak positivity into these young kids uh, uh, that are coming up listening to our music. You're not going to see that. Right. 100% agree, man. 100% agree. Well, listen, we definitely want to find out what you all think about it. I don't know if you got any closing comments real quick. Rich, I don't want to jump the gun here. You got any closing comments for us? 
Yeah, I just want to say, man, in, in, in all actuality, you know, to the to the parents out there, you know, I, I know we really can't change music, you know, uh, that's bigger than us. But just be more aware of what your kids are listening to, what they're taking in and, and, and things of that sort. Because, you know, like I said, I grew up in the era of NWA and Two Live Crew and all that. And, and by far that stuff wasn't positive. But if you really sit back and listen to some of the things that a lot of these rappers are saying nowadays, man, it's horrible. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I don't, wanna, I don't mean to sound like the old guy, but it's horrible. And, and 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 just to think that your your eight year old, nine year old, ten year old kids are sitting there with their headphones, just taking all of this stuff in, singing it word and, for word, word for word. That means they're memorizing it. That means they're getting a visual. They're getting programmed. They're getting programmed. You know. So we just need to, as parents, just be more aware of what our children are uh, listening to what they're uh, intaking into their system. Totally agree. Totally agree. Love to hear your comments about it. We're going to post on the page, the Barbershop Breakdown Show page on Facebook. Might throw a little bit out on Twitter. Um, we, as always, we're going to have that posted on there for you with the on this podcast so you can know exactly how to reach out to us. Um, we'd love to hear your comments, know what you think about it. And as always, I am Roscoe Squeezeoff and Rich Blackman. Until next time. Peace. This is the Barbershop Breakdown. You can go to our Facebook page, The Barbershop Breakdown Show. You can also friend us on Facebook by searching for Barbershop Breakdown. You can also go to us on Twitter at Barbershop B down and then you can email us barbershopbreakdown at gmail.com